Inflation is a disease of money caused by governments. And I've never, ever, ever. Hello and welcome to the Fortune and Freedom podcast, where Nigel Farage and Nikolai Hubble give you a unique take on what's really going on in the world of finance, investing and politics. We hope you sit back and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to this week in review with Nigel Farage. For the past few weeks, we've been talking about the topic of inflation. And on Tuesday in our meeting, Nigel mentioned something that really surprised me. It's the idea that Enoch Powell has something very valuable to tell you about the coming inflation. So Nigel, why don't you explain how one of your heroes, one of your political heroes, actually faced very similar issues historically when he first warned about inflation? Well, I will, Nick, and I know some people hearing the name Enoch Powell have kittens. <gasps> Gosh, you know, I mean, let's face it, he was a World War II brigadier. Uh, and of course, he had social attitudes in some areas that we would now find unfashionable. So post-World War II, Powell is one of the most important conservative thinkers. Now, the resignation everyone remembers is in the 1974 general election, when he refuses to stand as a conservative candidate in Wolverhampton Southwest, because Heath has taken the country into the common market without the consent of the people. And, and the 1970 manifesto would promise that. So he refuses to stand. And two days before the election, uh, Birmingham City Hall is packed with thousands of people and Powell speaks. And the wartime brigadier basically says vote Labour because Labour had offered a referendum on common market membership, which of course in the end did happen in 1975. There was a magic moment in it when someone at the back shouts out, Judas! And Powell points and stares and says, no, Judas was paid. I'm making a sacrifice. Now, that's all classic stuff. But let's get to the economics and the direct relevance. His first resignation was in the late 1950s, when the Charles of the Exchequer put forward a budget that took us back into a big public sector borrowing requirement. The government had decided effectively it was going to start printing money. Uh, and Powell resigned on principle on the basis that it would lead to inflation in the economy and increasing wage demands. Uh, and in some ways, I mean, you know, he and Milton Friedman were developing these ideas on inflation at about the same time. Many, many years later, um, I got to know Powell a bit, uh, and I talked to him about that resignation. And he was very emphatic in what he said. He said inflation, what we've learned, he said, is inflation is a disease of money caused by governments. And I've never, ever, ever forgotten that phrase because uh, he was certainly right about the common market and what it would become. He was absolutely right to predict, you know, the period of very high inflation that the United Kingdom went through. Um, and, and, and I, frankly, you know, we know that governments cause inflation and we know that governments can actually stop inflation. The problem is that stopping inflation, putting in place monetary policies, you know, monetarism is painful. I mean, you know, it is a very, very unpleasant tasting medicine. Um, and I, okay, we may be relatively early in that cycle, but it does feel, although we've got very similar conditions to the one in which power resigned. And so I, I just think that phrase, inflation is a disease of money caused by governments is one we should all remember. So it sounds like he was ahead of the game on both the EU and where the EU would end up and also on the inflation issue, given that inflation ended up bursting in, in the late 60s and especially in the 70s. What do you think he would make of today's problems and today's issues? Um, I, I know he was a big, uh, he took a big interest on the issue of immigration, but 
more yeah. focusing on the uh, on the on the fi- financial side of things, the in, the inflation, uh, perhaps the green bubble, and also the Brexit deal. What do you think he'd make of it all now? Well, look, I mean, I think the truth of it is that the 1968 speech given um, in April that year. Um, where he used you know, classical analogies about the River Tiber foaming with much blood. Um, it was a poor choice of words. Even then it was a poor choice of words. It didn't work. You know, don't quote the classics at the great British public and the tabloid press because they're just going to... And that was his problem. He was too intellectual. He was way too intellectual. And I remember when Margaret Thatcher became leader of the Conservative Party. It was a wonderful cartoon of the time and it was the waiter serving Mrs. Thatcher lunch, and it was Powell's head on a plate. So, so you know, that's what marred his career. Um, look, in terms of Brexit, he always believed um, in British exceptionalism. He always thought that we were absolutely a square peg in a round hole as far as the European project was concerned. And, and, and he and Tony Benn, you know, Benn being on the left, but he and Tony Benn saw it would become a political union. He'd be thrilled with Brexit, but heartbroken that Northern Ireland has been cut off from the rest of the United Kingdom. And that row, of course, will go on in Cornwall today, down at the G7, when Biden meets up with Johnson. Uh, In terms of modern monetary theory, I think he would have torn the whole thing to pieces. Um, In terms of uh, the Green New Deal, uh, I think he'd have been deeply sceptical about some of the science uh, behind all of this. Um, although acknowledging that we want, you know, a better global environment in every way. So, I, you know, I think that uh, in so many ways, uh, there are echoes of Powell's writings and speeches that sort of come back every decade, uh, slightly to haunt us. Um, but yes, he'd be pleased we got Brexit done, but not the way quite that it is. It sounds like we need a, a new Enoch Powell uh, in some ways and not in others, to try and warn people about what's going to happen. We're going to be recording this actually on, on the Thursday morning, which means we don't yet know what the US inflation figures are that will come out on Thursday afternoon or, or evening UK time, I believe. Chinese producer price inflation figures have come in at extremely high. I think it's the highest in about 12 years. So it looks like the inflation issue is kicking off once again. Uh, and perhaps we can be the ones who warn people about it this time around. No, absolutely, Nick. We are going to do that. And, uh, and, and meanwhile, the next time we speak, uh, we'll know what global minimum taxes have been agreed. Uh, we'll have to find out to what extent the UK dependent territories have been absolutely stuffed by this deal. So uh, yeah, this time next week, there'll be a lot, a lot to talk about. 